apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Let's talk about the election. We need to talk clear, not another deflection. So the issues are clear, and it isn't looking good. The tides are shifting from whatever to motherhood. Has no one on the hill ever heard of Googling? A simple look would have told them one thing. Women outnumber men, and you think you can win? Even talking about abortion will make their head spin. The economy's still on top, but here is some news. Abortion is gaining, and Republicans will lose. Women decide elections, and that hasn't changed. Don't screw with a woman that has become enraged. Now, why does the White House contradict old Joe's word? He says one thing, and they clean it up like a dog turd. <laughs> he said we're using tr- that we'd use troops in Taiwan, not once, but twice. Then the press secretary comes out and makes us all look like mice. He said that COVID was over again and again. Then here she comes to tell us what's actually on his brain. If the Republicans don't win, They should really take a look that the party of the right is now of hook and crook. What the, what was right once before can be once more. We need to get grownups in there that aren't rotten to the core. 
Thank you very much. And everybody is welcome for me not singing anymore. Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am the frustrated Jim Battisti and that man person, cisgendered person over there, canine-like thing. I actually believe he identifies as a polar bear. Is I'd Joe like Aguirre? <laughs> What's going on, brother? <laughs> How you doing, Joe? Aces. All right. So let's get right into this. All right. Uh, we, you and I, are from the great, the wonder... We're from the state of Connecticut, <laughs> where even though taxes have been raised by the governor, who said no more taxes, will not raise taxes. But the you know, fact is, taxes have been raised, right? So the incumbents, incumbents, right, wow. are leading by seventeen points. Seventeen points, Joe. It's funny the poll that came out last week. They were down 13 and 10, respectively. Uh, and that was just a sampling of registered voters. This right. is likely voters. And things got tremendously worse. Insurmountable. Oh, yeah. I, I think I wrote that word down. Insurmountable. Jimmy, that said, I, I did actually talk to Leora Levy today. And I, and I knew she was going to do this. So I actually had myself armed and ready to go. I saw yesterday Bob Stefanowski called the poll laughable and said internal polling shows him within a point or two. And I'm thinking, who, who gave you that? She gave me the same nonsense and then questioned Quinnipiac, who, by the way, is the gold standard. The gold standard of polls. In polling. And right. uh, for anybody Which who I doesn't understand, understand that, polling and pollsters, that's an actual science. This isn't a bunch of kids making phone calls from Quinnipiac like, hey, Jimmy, your refrigerator's running. It's not that. This is and, – and, you know, here's the other thing. Uh, somebody called me up and was like, you know, you're saying they're down by 17 or why people aren't going to come out and vote. No, I'm telling you, if you want them to win, you better mobilize. You better get a friend or two and get them registered and get them to vote or your candidate's going to get destroyed. It's pretty reasonable. On one topic. One topic. Yes. The yeah. Republican Party is going to lose on one topic, even though the other Quinnipiac polls show who does who does the American public have more confidence in when it comes to the economy, inflation, military, foreign affairs. They all favor the Republicans yes. right now. Historically, always have, too. But they're still going to lose over one thing. And I got to tell you, I heard Joe Biden Joe, uh, uh, he was giving a speech today to a teacher's union and he, and he came out and said it. And I was like, you know, where are the fact checkers on this? Cause he's like, Lindsey Graham is putting a national ban on total ban on abortion. Well, no, he's not. That's, that's not at all what Lindsey Graham is doing. And I know it's just a, you know, a political trick, but you know, it, it bothers me that even if he said, look, at Lindsey Graham wants to limit this crap to 15 months or 15 weeks, he'd still get pounded, right? He'd still lose. Yeah. Right? Just like you don't like when Republicans over-exaggerate, I don't, yeah. this is just, it's the same thing in reverse here, in my opinion. Right? Oh, 100%. And, and you know what? It's killing me right now. It is because they're winning on message alone. Whether it be true or not, message alone is, the Reds are coming for your freaking your abortion rights. That's it. 
Yeah. Right. The Republican red wave was insurmountable right up until June 24th. Right. That's when they got overturned. June 24th was a down, was just no matter what the Republicans do now or what they did after that, I don't think you're going to win. I, re I really don't. They might win some of the close ones right now. And if they do, great. Right? Because it might it might turn the house. Yeah. There's a good chance that that's still going to happen. But, again, I mean, we talked about this last week. There were a lot of vulnerable Democrats who they thought could potentially. And now with the extreme candidate running against them, they no pretty longer. much, yeah, they're yeah. they're not considered as vulnerable, and they will take the house. That's almost inevitable at this point. And again, historically speaking, you would always see the opposing party take over the house in the midterms. Generally speaking, it would be a landslide, right? To make sure that you're keeping the the president of the party in check, and you're not going to get that here, and you're not going to win back the Senate. You, yeah, and that's to me that's more problematic. Is is the fact that you know, it, 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 depending on how all that swings out, too, you know, they could end up having enough votes to get stuff done in the Senate. Yeah, I know that scares me more than yeah. anything, right? I mean, I, we were just talking about this. There are some very close races out there, right? That are going to go. You, we're not going to know until that night, or possibly the next morning. Right. So I, I like I want to be able to sit here and predict. Right. I want to I, I want us to be able to predict who's going to win, who, you know, e e I mean, even predict, you know, wh what side of the house is going to take the majority. We can't do that right now. And it's annoying me. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'll tell you it, another thing I would do, especially there's a couple of there's a couple of close congressional races here in Connecticut. And the one everyone's really looking at is Javana Hayes. Yes. Representing the fifth New Haven against George Logan, who's an African-American Republican. He's pretty much pro-choice. And they're still making that an issue about him. I know. And he's like, I can't, I can't say this enough. I'm fine with a woman's right to choose. And now race has suddenly become an issue. With both candidates <laughs> With being both black. both being black, right? Yes. Yeah, well, I thought so. so. Do you remember, I don't know if you remember a few months ago, they ran an ad that featured a monkey. As in, he's just a, like a, like a, you know, part of the sideshow. Just a follower in the Republican thing. And the Republicans, <laughs> God bless their hearts. They were like, that's racist. Take that down. And it's like, are you guys serious with this? Really? You're the one screaming racism now. It's like your first black candidate in Connecticut ever. Settle down. They uh, were trying to make a funny. point that he's like a monkey. No, I understand for me, monkey. And and he's trying like, to make that a racial bro. thing. It, it's, and it's ridiculous. But of course it but is. Again, if that's you the kind did of that, thing, Joe. Jimmy, that I think really aggravates people. Oh, absolutely. Two black candidates and race is an issue in this camp. Are you serious? But if like, you did on. that, Joe, if you had a picture of Logan represented as a monkey, that would be bad. I think if you saw it out of context, sure. Absolutely. Okay. But if you explain he's one of those performing monkeys, 
and I'm just saying he's like just taking orders from the from the boss, that's different. Again, the connotation comparing a black person to a monkey or an ape is historically a very racist thing to do. Exactly. That's why I said that. Sure. Yeah. Again, now, I, I understood. In, and, and in I context, what you were saying. Sure. In so context, showed... that could totally be misconstrued as Ooh. being racist. Oh yeah. Well, he. I mean, Fox Dude, four News years ago. Four years ago, somebody would have been fired, and it'd be a huge scandal. Oh my god! Yeah. You know, I, I because because of the fact oh that they've god. beaten racism to death. <laughs> you know, now racist incidents aren't really as sexy i guess you know it is political party hatred did you hear about that uh guy who ran over that 19 year old kid and said it's because he was a radical mega oh yeah oh yeah I can't remember where it was, and I'll, I'll look it up here, uh, maybe at the break. But uh, yeah, he just got this older gentleman, probably our age, just got in his car and ran. All right, I, I'm not 100, percent so just I'm 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 paraphrasing here, but ran Is the this guy Democrat? Kid over. Is this like an old Democrat guy who's like, get off my lawn? Is it that? Apparently, because when he was asked, "Why did you kill this kid?" Because he was. A mega extremist was his words. Which here's, here's coming out now. This kid has no affiliation with any political party. Yeah, right. I mean, again, it's like here's here's my other thing. Like, you know, I'm all for law and order by the cops or the military. No citizen needs to take it upon himself to dish out punishment. Or judgment. Right. We, you know, in this country, no matter what you are, you have a right to due process. So if someone's accusing you of something, you have the right to defend yourself. One of my bigger issues with these police shootings we've been talking about since we started doing the show together, Jimmy. Cops shouldn't be shooting anybody at traffic stops. Like, that just shouldn't happen, period. Not if that person is unarmed. That should never happen. Right. Actually. Again, you pull me over for 100%. a tan light. I have no warrants. I don't have a gun on me. And the next thing you know, I'm I'm dead. Bad. Right? Like oh, absolutely. We all everybody would agree with that. Everybody should. But there are people that are like, well, you know, like if the cop does it, he's right. But again, I don't want people going out there and and getting vigilante justice. My argument in that is. The police aren't there to decide whether George, you know, Floyd is innocent or guilty. You're there for the law enforcement part. You put him in cuffs, you put him in the car, you bring him to the jail, and then the, the court system doles out the punishment. I don't like it when the police become judge, jury, and executioner, and I certainly, certainly don't want to see citizens taking upon themselves to do the same thing. That's that's not going to fly. No. What was that case down south where those there was a bunch of rednecks like chased after that guy? Oh yeah, I'm on Ar- uh, I'm not I'm on Arbery. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that kind of crap right there, right? Right. So, yeah, we don't we here. don't need people in the streets to start like again. There's a reason we have a court system. Well, however you feel about it, but everybody has a right to due process. 
One of the things I've been stressing a lot, because you know, I'm I'm filling in literally for Alex Jones's attorney, Norm <laughs> Pattis. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And I've I, I'm always quick with these things to say, look, although in this case it doesn't apply, he's in the damages part of his, his trial, but you're innocent until proven guilty, even if you're a scumbag like Alex Jones, even if you're Donald Trump, even if you're Hunter Biden. Like, you have to apply the same principles to all three of those people, no matter how you feel about them, right? Everybody's got the right to due process. We can speculate about things. That's another thing, Jimmy, and, I, and, I, and I've said this on here a bunch of times. There's so much info coming out about Mar-a-Lago. He did or he didn't. I don't, I don't know enough about it right now. I don't feel confident enough to talk about it because I don't, I don't feel like I have enough info to really make an informed opinion. I, I'm going to right, And rather than just speculate, I'm like, you know what? If I hear some things, we'll talk about what it is, what it might not be. And that's the extent of it. I'm not going to I'm not going to wax poetic on it because I, I just don't know. I, I'm going to comment on one part of my Lago, and it's actually. Uh, uh, it's actually not what you would think, I would say. But uh, did you hear that Donald Trump was like, all I got to do is think about it. I'll be an unclassified. I'm like, no. <laughs> You know, no, 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 that's not how it works. There, there's a, there's a process. No, you just can't think about it. No. <laughs> oh my God. I heard that. I was like, no, he didn't really say that. Did he? Did he really say that? But apparently he didn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it, but okay. Uh, whatever. So I, I have a question. Not to, I, I digress with that whole Donald Trump thing, but I, I do have a question. Going back to this whole uh, uh, gentleman running over this teenager. So I believe that one of the charges is incitement that everybody went after Donald Trump for. If this gentleman used the exact phrase and words that the President of the United States used to describe. Magas, could he be or should he be brought up with incitement? I, I mean, again, not knowing anything really about the case. I mean, look, I had a conversation today, Jillian Gilchrist, Democrat in, in our state house. And, and I said, look, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are talking about the fact that you know, crime is pretty rampant right now. And you guys are sitting on your hands, not doing anything. Can you just explain to people what you're doing? Because right. There's this ridiculous notion that they're just letting criminals out. And that's not the case. This past year alone in Connecticut, they've changed the law now where if you have kids that are out there stealing cars and breaking into places, they didn't used to share that information department to department. So you could break windows in West Hartford and then get busted next month in Hartford and it just act like you've never done anything like that before. And then the next week you could do it in my town and nobody knew. And so now they're finding the repeat offenders and those people. And we talked about the racial disparity. Everyone's aware of it, but we still have to put people in jail. And that's what the Democrats are doing. There's no... This idea, I mean, prison reform is one thing, just letting criminals out. Nobody's doing that. So, again, if if the facts of the case say this person did something, then, then, then they should be. 
Same thing with Donald Trump. Look, if they can prove that he broke the law and he did the things they say he did, then there, there should be punishment. No one's above the law and the law should apply to anybody. And if you're inciting violence or hatred, then you should pay the price like anyone else would. There's where I, I stand on that. Saying that. I really do. All right. Uh, so I read an article today. Was it today or yesterday? I'm trying to find it right now, but I, uh, they passed that new bill about the catalytic converters, right? Uh, yep. I think it was in August, maybe. The crime has gone up. Catalytic converters have been uh, being stolen at a higher rate now after the bill is signed into law. And it's not, I'm not saying that's the Democrats' fault. I'm not saying that's the bill's fault because the bill had great intentions. It's the fault of we are letting people out of jail. And I'm not saying you got to hear me out on this. And that's because the people that are committing these crimes are 14, 15 year old kids. See, the adults have gotten really smart and they know. That nobody's going to prosecute a 14, 15-year-old kid, especially as an adult. So what? They get a slap on the wrist? They just go out and recruit another 14, 15-year-old kid. That's who's committing these crimes here in the state of Connecticut. Could it be that way all over the country? Sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I can't speak for that. But I know on the state of Connecticut. I know. So here's the thing. Well, I'll tell you right mind. now, you if, if there, people are hiring other people to commit crimes, you could be hit with federal racketeering charges for that uh -huh. under the RICO Act. That's actually worse than just doing it yourself. <laughs> right. I, I, I thought that as well, right? I'm not going to lie. I didn't think that. I'm not taking credit. You got to get caught, too, though, I guess would be yes. the, the big thing. And if you can get away with a series of kids, more power to you. But if you so do get busted, happening. you're in big trouble. Here's what's happening, Joe. A buddy of mine's a CEO at a... A, a youth facility, right? a juvenile facility. And these kids are down there laughing, having a good time in, in jail, essentially for kids. And I'm like, Brian, what's going on, man? And he's like, they don't care. They know they're getting out in a few months and they know that they just earned $2,000 for their family that doesn't have shit. So $2,000 for two months isn't bad. They're going to go out and guess what they're going to do. They're going to make another $2,000, come back here for another two months. It's it's a revolving door. It's the same kids over and over and over again. And I'm not blaming the law. I'm not blaming Democrats. I'm the, the new law, I should say. But something needs to be done about these damn kids. Right? And, and let's go a step further. This state had how much more extra money from COVID? $6 billion, I think, is what's being tossed around right now as the figure. How come these kids have to go out and earn money for their families? If we have $6 billion extra dollars in our surplus, we have enough to cut people breaks, right? We have enough to like, all right, guess what? We don't have to pay your vehicle tax this year. <laughs> Maybe something like that. Maybe that'll help families out where their kids now don't have sure. to go out and steal. To make money Again, for dude, if, family. if that's what's going on, then <laughs> yes, let's fix the problem with that. I'm I'm all for that. I'll put it to you like this. And, and this is, I think, maybe my bigger point. Democrats are as concerned and I, maybe you might not feel like the politicians are. The people are, though. The voters 
are definitely feeling like, and, and I'll say this, dude, I don't feel like the, the, the numbers for crime don't match the feeling, right? And I'll tell you like, why. The numbers aren't as bad, but it feels like it's a lot worse. And it's because, you know, not for nothing, dude, but I got like ring cameras on my house. And I get like a neighborhood report for like 10 square miles. And that thing goes off every night. Someone's got somebody in their yard sniffing around the, the, the cars or the back door or whatever. I see it a lot. People are concerned about it. And it feels like it's happening every single day. I, I'm just, so is it, I don't, so here's the thing, Joe. That we're not the state of Connecticut is, you know, is not releasing a lot of the uh, what's that state where the Chicago that's releasing, right? You heard about that new law that's going into effect next year from Chicago, yeah, Illinois, excuse me, ridiculous, utterly friggin' ridiculous. But we're in Connecticut, is it? But then you see stories like that. In Illinois, and for those people that don't know, Illinois are now making a no cash, so there's no bail for second degree murder, for arson, for assault, for robbery, for you know any smaller crimes. Second degree murder, vehicular manslaughter. Guess what? You're going home that day. Whoop, go on. So this guy's gonna. If this guy was in Chicago or in Illinois next year, he he just walk out. See you later. Second degree, you know, vehicular manslaughter, which I, this guy, number one, isn't even getting charged with murder, but I digress. Uh, but this is what the country is seeing. The country isn't seeing Connecticut, right? Unfortunately, yep. because we haven't done that bad. I mean, we, we're the highest tax, you know, one of the highest tax states. But COVID To be wise, fair, though, we didn't to be do fair bad. about being the one of the higher tax states, here's the difference. We have desirable locations in Connecticut. Don't confuse the nice weather of Florida with being a nice place to live because it's not. <laughs> and if, God forbid, you live there and you uh, lose your job, you'll not get unemployment no matter what. Right? There's a lot of things in Florida you won't get. Here's what we get in Connecticut. Be, yeah. Our roads are, I mean, we're always sitting in traffic because they're always paving our roads. We have one of the top five school systems in the entire country. We have the smartest people in the country in this state. Debatable, but continue. Fair enough. I understand your overall thought, but again, statistically speaking, this is an elitist Northeast state. And you wonder so, why people fucking hate them. Oh, it, but it doesn't matter. So go move down to North Carolina, be uneducated. Take your garbage to the dump every week because that's that's what life is like in the South. You don't you don't get all when you don't pay taxes, you don't get perks. You also there's a reason why cops in Atlanta start at thirteen dollars an hour. I'm surprised they don't shoot more people in Atlanta. You, you need some high, like high school graduate, 20 year old racist making 13 bucks an hour with a gun on his hip. How's that gonna go? I love how you just assume that everybody. I'm making a lot of assumptions here. Is racist? Too. Oh, I no 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 no. If no, you're no. not from if you're not from Connecticut, oh, you're a racist. No no. If you or live New in York. Florida, you're probably a racist. 
you're probably a racist. What is you there know, about Jeff, you know, Jeff Fox really does there? the uh, you know, you're a redneck. We'll do yeah. a segment, we'll do a segment. You know you're segment. a racist. We know you know you're a racist if. If you like Ron DeSantis, you might be a racist. <laughs> if you looked at me and asked if I was Chinese, Japanese, or whatever, <laughs> you're probably a racist. <laughs> Joe, look at uh, I want to get to our topic real quick before we move on. But do you what what is going on with the disconnect with Joe Biden and his White House? COVID is over. He said yeah. it. He said it multiple times on that 60 minute interview, man. COVID is done. We're past the pandemic stage. And then the White House comes back. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, no, no. We're really not, guys. Right. And I have a thought. Correct me if you think I'm wrong here, Joe. Is it because they want to continue to hold on to that emergency power? Just like they used to pass that whole college debt forgiveness? No, they well, didn't get it passed through Congress. BT dubs, two things. Number one, I was wrong about the student loan forgiveness, and that is going to be paid off, and it is going to be to the tune of about $2,500 per person over the next decade. So I do stand corrected on that. Ooh. $2,908, if anyone's uh, looking for the time mark, uh, <laughs> if you want to catch. Thank I'm you. wrong. I'm wrong. You know, um, I read a fact check that said, no, they can't just make the zeros go away off the screen that someone does have to pay that money off. And it is going to be the U.S. government. So I do stand corrected on that. Uh, and I'm definitely no longer for the student loan forgiveness program. <laughs> Yay, Joe! If it Welcome had been aboard. if it had been what they said it was, I wouldn't have had an issue with it. If if it was just the banks are going to get less money, nah. I don't care if billionaires get like you know a few million less. I wouldn't have cared yeah. about that. No, I'm not paying for that. Have. Nobody. I, you know. And here again, and here's the other thing. No, if the Republicans got their way and they're like, okay, you want to do this? Make the colleges pay for it. I think everybody would have been on board with that too. Yeah, sure. If if listen, if there was a plan to pay for it that didn't cost me money, knock yourself out. I don't have any problem with helping people out. Like that's fine by me, but it's one thing to put food on a kid's table, Jim. Exactly. It's another thing for me to like pay off your debts. What am I, the Lannisters? Like I'm not <laughs> interested in that. Maybe UNICEF one day I'll, get, I'll <laughs> hand out debt forgiveness cards. Until then, uh, this is what you got. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, you're absolutely listen, right. He, Joe, but, I don't think, I think when Joe Biden said COVID was over, I, I didn't take that as like, I actually said on the air the next day, this is going to be a mission accomplished moment. He's going to regret saying this. And it was like four hours later where Fauci was like, no, 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 no. What? This guy's out of his mind. I think what he, I think he was being, I don't even know what the word is. Like, we're all kind of over COVID. We know it's going to be around forever, probably, but we're over it. We're not, we're not wearing masks. And he was, I think, just more pointing to the fact that life has gotten back to normal and that we're dealing with it. And I think the White House and Dr. Fauci just wanted to clarify that this isn't, because I'll tell you this, Jim, if there's a day where they could declare it's gone, no more COVID. They're going to have the world's biggest party. Dr. Fauci's going to pop out of a cake. And naked. oh, yeah, of course, naked. You can't be in a cake with clothes on. It's hot in there. Um, 
But that would be the biggest win for the Democrats ever. We identified COVID. We took it serious. We did something about it, and we eradicated it off the face of the earth. That would be a huge win. Him saying it on 60 Minutes is substantial because it's 60 Minutes and he's the president. But, again, I I, I wasn't – I I knew. Dude, I knew. I knew it was going to blow up in his face. Here we go. Knew it was going to blow up in his face the second he said it. Trump said this. He's a racist. COVID's not over. something completely different, guys. We still got slow down. No, 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 no. I'm telling you honestly, Uh, dude. There's 400. Double standard, bro. It's not a double standard. You held that other guy. Not at all. I'm not even gonna say his name. You held that guy to friggin' every dumbass tweet. I'm calling. I'm. What did I? I literally just said to you. I literally just said to you. This is an again. This is a guy who you all say is an idiot who said another idiot thing. No, that's true. You got me there. Can I just, can we just chalk it up to this guy? I mean, again, this is no different than Trump coming out of a meeting with Fauci and being like, you can spray bleach up your ass and you'll be fine. <laughs> That's not what, you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, okay, Donald, fair hold enough. on. When Donald Trump would come out sometimes, Jim, and he would say something kind of absurd, I, I would think to him, I would say like this on the show. He heard them saying something. He didn't get all of it. Yeah. He got some of it and he came out and told people what he thought he heard. I don't blame him for those things. I blame him for things like going on TV and lying and then telling Bob Woodward for the book. Like, now I know it's super serious in the book. And to Donald Trump's credit, I will give Donald Trump credit. He did tell Bob Woodward that he was misleading the American people because he didn't want to cause panic. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But if that's if that's what he I'll take him at his word on this. I'm fine with that. Okay, okay, now hold on then, because there's a more serious statement that he made, right? COVID being over, nobody really cares anymore, to be honest with you, right? We're right. all just going on in our freaking daily lives. There are some of those hanger-ons, but Again, really- that's what I think he means, like that we as a country are like, bah, despite the 400 deaths a day, and there's still 10,000 people a day getting COVID. So but it's not he- over by a long shot. Also, man- Jim, I don't know if you know this. Um, uh, 67% of Americans have been vaccinated. Yeah. Only about half of those have gotten the boosters. So we're probably really hovering around 45 or 50% of people that are vaxxed and boosted. So the idea of 75% and herd immunity, where it feels like 67, we're like, oh, we're getting there. We're not even really close. But well, you know why nobody's getting those boosters, right? You know why, right? Because, because everybody that is... Because of everybody that's already gotten the boosters are going, well, shit, I still got COVID. So everybody else is going, well, fine, I ain't getting another shot. Screw it. If I'm going to still get it, I'm going to still get it now at this point. But, Joe, I don't, I don't want to harp on COVID. I don't. I don't. Because I really want to get this one thing in. I really want to get your opinion on the whole Taiwan thing. He said it twice, man. We will go to Taiwan and defend them with troops. That is... Number one, I applaud him for that. Yep. But I think it's dumb as hell. I, I, I think it's another, this is another idiotic thing. And another example of COVID's over. We're going to do this. We're going to do, we're not going to do that. I mean, this guy has no secrecy whatsoever. Like, he, he loves to tell the enemy exactly what we're going to do and exactly what we're not. But this is a dangerous one. This, this is a dangerous statement. 
right? To let when did this Nancy one Pelosi go to Taiwan? Like um, two months ago? Right. And they've been threatening us from before her trip when she announced it. They're not going to do anything. And I think Joe Biden's kind of calling their bluff. Why he doesn't do that with Vladimir Putin is beyond me. But I think that's 100% what he's doing with China. Like, we'll go in there with China. Like, no, we're not going anywhere. If we're not going into Ukraine, an actual war that's happening, we're not going into a war that we're imagining is going to happen. Taiwan we has to talk tough. We don't have the same agreement with Say Ukraine. Again? We don't have the same arms agreement and 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 a, a military agreement with Ukraine. But we're that we so incredibly – re- but the Taiwan doesn't have that relationship with anybody because of the – They do with one- us. No, they, they don't because we can't recognize. Uh, I'm talking about Taiwan, not, not Ukraine, right? Yeah. Ukraine's kind of a unique situation. Taiwan's a unique situation because of the, you know, we don't observe them as an actual country, even though we have a relationship with them. It's very complicated. It's, it, it is. And but, China needs to continue the like, that's all right, don't mess with it. And we have to pretend like oh, we're not, even though they're. Like, honestly don't think they're going. No, I definitely don't. Why wouldn't they have already done it? They're going in the next two years. Jimmy, they could take Taiwan tomorrow and have it done for Monday. In the next two years, they're going to go. Maybe. And I hope not, man. And we've already discussed the ramifications with the whole microprocessors. Would you not agree when you look at what's happening in Ukraine that if you're China, you got to be like, ooh, man, people fighting for their homeland is a bad look. And these people aren't fucking around do you think they china cares after they what they just did to the uyghurs yes Dude, look look where vladimir putin is right now threatening nuclear attacks why is that because he's lost nine thousand generals and seventy thousand soldiers in seven months oh, yeah. all the gains that they made in the first six months were made up by ukraine in two weeks the ukrainian military is kicking the russians ass and it's humiliating. They just called up 300,000 reservists, and now there's mass protests across Russia. Mass there are exodus. people defecting into Mongolia. Hell Latvia, out. Estonia, and Lithuania have shut their border to Russia. They won't accept any Russian citizens in there. They're, they're, and they're saying the reason is they want those upset people to stay home and protest. Yeah. The world does not want... Putin to do this. This is right? this is not going to end well for but Putin, you know what? who's forced to who double wanted, down right now. I want to know who wanted Xi Jinping to try to eradicate an entire race and now enslave them. I thought we were so anti-slavery in this country. Yeah, but we also are pro-China and we won't mess with China. Okay, I just wanted to hear somebody say it. I'll I really say it. Did because it's ridiculous. We are, it's awful. Listen, here's, here's the other reason why this is tough talk between us and China. Our two countries are absurdly dependent on each other. Whether we want to admit it or not, whether we want to say Joe Biden and China, every president has to have some relationship with China. Our economies are very intermingled. They need us to export that shit that they make because their people aren't going to buy it. And we need their shit because we don't make stuff in this country. We do. It just costs an arm and a leg. Right. If we stop dealing with China... We would have a lot less stuff, and they would have a lot less money. And that would be bad for China. 
I think this is just tough talk. I don't think this is going to go anywhere. I think as long as we don't actually put foot on the ground, Jim, I don't, I don't see that ever evolving into anything. I hope they, they could. I hope you're right. Man. I mean, I any really time in the last 50 years, dude, they could. I mean, again, they could take Taiwan over a long weekend. And, <laughs> Columbus and, Day. Oh yeah, well, they could knock they it out that. quick. But they're not doing it. I hope. I, I hope not, man. I hope. I remember I predicted it would happen during this presidency, too. Yeah. So I hope I'm wrong. Hey, real quick. Oh. I got to play this. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. Because yeah, you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago <laughs> or to wherever you're sending it. And there doesn't have to be a process. There can be a process, but there doesn't have to be. You're the there is a process. All right, so I know so it. If if I'm to believe this, Joe Biden could just right now think in his mind that all the papers are declassified, classified again. That's right. And now he, I mean that's the most idiotic <laughs> this guy to be fair has said some absurdly idiotic things. Do you agree this, this one takes the cake? <laughs> I've, I've told you. That's why I brought it up, dude. That's I why I pulled it. it. I pulled I it so we could have I'm a good laugh about that. I'm dumb yeah. it was. All right. You know, you know what? On that note, stick around. We'll come back with Joe's two minutes of crap. There's no bigger investment than home ownership. And to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person doing all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, Call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was trying to make a point when he sent 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard. And it may have backfired, and he may have committed human trafficking. Now, the people of Martha's Vineyard, which is a, which has a summertime population of 200,000, currently has 17,000 people. They're the locals. They're the people who wait on the elites that live there during the summer. The elites are all back in Connecticut, New York, and Boston. Here's another thing. Martha's Vineyard is not a sanctuary city. It's not even a city. It's a summer resort town. It doesn't have any resources this time of the year. But despite what right-wing media says, the migrants were treated well. Arrangements were made to house them at the only available place they could accommodate them. They were not deported. They were brought to an Air Force base. They were given food and shelter until they could be brought to an actual sanctuary city. The 50 illegals from Venezuela, by the way, entered through a port of entry the, the right way, the way you always say you want them to enter the country. DeSantis had these folks collected from the state of Texas. He spent 
tons of taxpayer money to actually deport them. And again, may have committed human trafficking in the process. Right-wing media conveniently ignored the kidnapping under false pretenses by DeSantis and deflected his crime onto the people of Martha's Vineyard. Someone suggested to me today that we should finish building the wall to, quote, keep the scum out. Deflecting your racism onto liberals is laughable. There's a reason Republicans are constantly being called racist. And your hatred of brown people in your nice neighborhoods is already well documented. Stop deflecting and own up. Keep them out of my neighborhood and out of my country. Wow, Joe. I got to tell you, Jim, I I have found this whole thing. I said on Facebook the other day, you guys keep using the word deportation. I don't think you know what it means. Uh, I'll tell you this much. Yeah. If anybody uh, wants to know, you can Google this, too, that more people were deported under... Obama's first term than Trump's, but I, yes. I digress. I, I digress. Well, um, I was unaware. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Minutes. You're not getting away with right? that. Let's be fair here. Again, for, for the Republicans to constantly suggest that Democrats are for open border, how do you wrap your mind around the fact that Obama deported more people out of this country than Trump did? Uh, to be fair, nobody said Democrats are for open borders. I hear it all the time. No, you don't. You see here, Biden is for open borders. You hear yeah, but he's this not. administration yeah. is for open borders. I've heard that plenty of times well before this election. I think Hillary Clinton was also for open borders, and, and so was Bernie Sanders, well, you know, despite the fact that they're not. The, it's the most people ever caught on record, caught and released in the interior of the United States, Joe. The most ever caught on record. Ever and that's not including the nine hundred thousand well, sure. getaways. Now that so the racist president is gone, brown people are like, "Oh, we'll go there." Essentially, four million people have entered illegally this year into this country. I'm for immigration, my friend, and you know this. Oh yeah, right. I'm I'm an immigrant. Just to let everybody know, I wasn't even born in this freaking country. Right, naturalized citizen, but I am all for. Immigration. I'm all for raising the number of immigrants being allowed to uh, uh, being allowed to enter this country legally. I'm also for raising the number of refugees that were allowed because Trump did decimate those numbers. By the way, um, I can't give you exact numbers. I don't remember them off the top of my head, but like he lowered it by like a million people. But anyways, yeah, like he just literally took a zero off and threw it away. But uh, so I'm all for raising that, too. Right. But we have to. And it's not even the immigrants now that people are really concerned about, Joe. Right. I was reading a story today on how fentanyl is now in Connecticut. There there are, are, are some of our school staffs are being trained on Narcan. That shouldn't have to happen in schools. It shouldn't in, in a freaking elementary school. Certain staff members are getting, you know, trained in how to use Narcan. I, I've never once complained personally about the, the, the number of illegal immigrants. I've always complained about the number of drugs. I've complained about the number of 
suspected terrorists that are being, you know, at least caught, thank God. But what about the ones that aren't? What about how many of those 900,000 suspected terrorists got in with them? Because those are the numbers of gotaways, right? Number Suspected, because they don't actually know. It's an estimated 900,000. But that, you know, what about those people? And then the drugs. They're seizing record number. And you applaud them for doing their jobs, and so do I. But what about the ones that they're not catching? And that's enough to kill every man, woman, and child on this in this country seven times over. Well, let me ask you this. Why haven't any of them done any of those things? Why is illegal immigrant crime so incredibly low compared to actual citizens? I didn't see who's talking about. I didn't mention crime at all. I mentioned the drugs coming in. Right. That's what I well, you're, you're assuming what that all these immigrants are bringing drugs with them. No, I'm assuming that these open borders that we have no we, longer we don't have open borders. OK, we don't. There's only there's only, you know, record numbers piling in, not, between, you know, not at ports of entry there. Well, all of these people okay. were from port of entries. And yes, it's that's 50 where out of really comparing by and large. Yeah, more, more people are coming through the port of entries. They're getting processed. They're getting released and they come back for a court date. Ninety percent of them. Yeah. Ninety percent of them come back. You know why? Because they want to do it legally. Where are those numbers coming from? Because Google I it. look, I no, no, no. Google I'm it. Ninety percent come back for their numbers, right? appointment. It's and crazy. they're not saying those numbers whatsoever. Well, their border patrol is a bunch of racists, right? And Trump clowns is the problem. When when border <sighs> patrol, when border patrol stops being so partisan, I I'll take anything they say seriously. That's incredible. And it's absolutely 100% incredible for you to say something like that. I could play you the head of absolutely Border Patrol making some incredibly racist statements if you'd like me to. I'm, I'd be happy to pull that up. Ridiculous to blame. So, okay, let's say that he is. So I'm not blaming every, them. I'm just saying that they're, racist, they're pretty racist is? people. There's a real racist like, attitude amongst like, them. I don't judge all Democrats off of Joe Biden's idiocy. And I don't judge all Democrats off of freaking AOC's lunacy. Right. I don't, I, I know she wants to revolutionize case our, case our basis, economy. Right? What an idiot. I take it out on a case by case basis, but you sure the head of four organization of known person, racist man. and he's a known Trump supporter. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now every border patrol agent is, Okay, that's, the, that's the, fair. The, the I'm, guy I'm that's handing down the orders is is what I'm, I'm glad, saying. I'm glad. I'm sure that they would love to know that. It's really. a very pervasive attitude in border Road patrol because it comes from the top. All racist. Not all, Every but I think there's. I said there's a very racist attitude among border patrol, and I, I think they have no problem saying that. They took an oath to uphold the law. They took that seriously, and they are. That's all. You should look at the complaints department at Border Patrol. There's a lot of people that make a lot of accusations against our Border Patrol agents. I know. People who want to enter this country illegally? No, That's, again. I know. Um, Let's get them all their statements and we'll take all their word for it. More and more coming through ports of okay. entry, which is where they're being directed to go. All righty. Martha's Vineyard, by the way, that was a stunt. I, I said that from day one, just to let you know. Yeah. I mean, Listen, that's just a 
Jim, hey, I, maybe I don't, this if, will give me a bumper in the polls by DeSantis. If, if he would have... <laughs> That's why it was only 50, by the way. If he hadn't sort of defrauded the people into thinking it was something different and he would have done that, I would have said, That's hilarious. He's making a point that it's an issue in the South, and how do you guys like it? And I get that would I mean, have been it still fine. Was hilarious. <laughs> I I do find the humor in it. Again, he, the mistake he made was going to get them from Texas. It's not. Well, even I mean, like, I haven't even they, heard that yet. So they I'll were, yeah, the, he, he, they right, got him from Texas. Yeah. So again, it's not even like but they Joe, were burning my, Florida's resources. They were burning. What do you care about? Here's my Texas point, for? though. Here's my point. Who here would ever complain about getting shipped to Martha's Vineyard? Like, I don't know if I would complain about that, man. I'd be like, dude, I wanted to go to Brooklyn, but I got hit. I'm cool with it, man. Well, so my understanding is there were quite a few of the 50 actually wanted to go to Boston where they have family who were expecting That's them. That's what I heard. That's right. Yeah. And so, again, dude, this idea, I mean, it's a dude, stunt. I've been, but I've been to Boston. You're much better in Martha's Vineyard, guys. Probably, especially if you're brown, <laughs> because I'll say this for a super liberal city, Boston's very racist. I didn't. You know what? I Well, you know what? I'm not going to say it. Look at the sports teams. I am not going to say anything. I don't, I, I don't. If I'm going to call Border Patrol racist, I have to also lump Boston in. <laughs> Touche. Well right? done. Hey, you mentioned I'll spread, your Air Force. Listen, if you act racist, I'm going to call you a racist. I don't care what your race, creed, color, or party affiliation is. If you do or say racist things or you have a racist attitude, I'm going to call that out. And, and I see it in, in a lot of places. Dude, not for nothing. You remember the that woman Cooper who called the cops, the bird watcher, the other guy Cooper? She just lost her appeal. She got fired from a job. She sued, lost, appealed, and lost again. I don't remember that at all, actually. The white woman, the, the the yeah. <laughs> I don't know why these things stick. The woman, remember the black dude? He was bird watching in Central Park or wherever park in this white liberal who voted for Obama. She was quick to tell everybody. Um, He told her to put her dog on the leash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a black yeah. man's threatening me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she got fired day. from her job for that. Yeah. Sued, lost, appealed, lost. Yeah. Loser. That makes her a racist? I'm just curious. Uh, weaponizing the police against a black person is about, I think, as racist as you can get. You might as well just call for a lynching. See, I I don't think she saw it that way, honestly. To be honest with you. I don't think she's like, look, I'm going to get this black guy in trouble. Right? Uh, a hyper-liberal white woman in a park called up and said a black man is harassing me and my dog. Right. Right. And, and that whole summer... The cops were just showing up and shooting the black dude. So she, no, 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 no. I know, I, I understand known that. that. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I don't think that she meant it in. He's the N word, right? I don't think she meant it in that kind of racism. I think she meant it as, well, I know I'm going to get a reaction because he's black, not because he's a, he's an N word, but I know I'm going to get a reaction that I want. Sure, but because. it also came down to the police will take my white woman because she didn't. She was because breaking the, the law, right? Because the, the dog and, was and, not and, on and, a leash, right? And she knew that they would believe her over him, so she right. was weaponizing so the me, police. For me, right when I read about this and I saw this, because now I remember, 
a lot now. For me, it wasn't like, ooh, I'm going to get this N-word in trouble. For me, it was, look at me. I'm the pretty little white girl, and I'm going to get what I want, and I'm going to get reactions that I want. And it had nothing to do with the fact that, I mean, it wasn't a racist thing. It wasn't to me. It was more of a, she's a freaking selfish Karen, just like a lot of them out there nowadays, and all they want is that attention. Right? She was accused of being a racist, Jim, and her thing was, I supported Obama. No, 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 you know, no, I think racists say. <laughs> again, no, it's not. Hey, it I got a black friend. It absolutely is not. But what a racist would say. I mean, dude, I've been to Missouri. You want to know what a racist would say? Here's what a racist would say. I swear to God, this guy walked up to me not knowing me more than eight minutes, eight minutes, mind you, and says, hey, Jim, you like N-words? Because we don't like N-words around here. That's racist. Yeah. All right. Now, also racist is you saying, no, I don't like them at all. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see this? Yeah. I'm not exactly the whitest person. In the moment, (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, screw them. (laughs) Now. Let me explain to you what real racist is. I knew a gentleman that asked me what kind of Mexican I was. Mexican. Because if you're not white, you're either black or Mexican. Not brown, not Hispanic, Mexican. See, there's only three races that exist to this racist. White, black, and Mexican. So if I'm not black and I'm not white, Jimmy, you must be a Mexican. He's so racist. That the Asian race doesn't even exist. The billion Asians on the planet didn't even Don't factor even into his racism. To this racism, right? Now that's racist. This girl using that situation, using his race to get what she wanted is not racist to me. I think that we're so quick nowadays to jump and call everything racist. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. When if you take a step back and you really dive down to it, the man was just wearing a costume. He thought it was funny, so he put black paint on his face. Is that racist? No. The man the man said it in a joking manner. Is that racist? No, it was a friggin' joke. Dave Chappelle gets paid a gajillion dollars to tell jokes, not truths. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we're so quick. Nope, racist. Nope, this. Nope, that. Just shut up. Just shut up. This isn't me saying this. I know. People will say that, again, when we stop saying the F-A-G word and that everything was gay and calling people retarded. The reason we stopped doing that was to not be offensive. And so it's the attitude really in the intent and just for me observing that woman and her reaction afterwards and and now literally for the last couple years playing the victim in court whoa i got fired had that situation played out and something happened maybe that black guy got beat by the cops or got shot by the cops you know um that 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 certainly could have been a different story and so just because the cop showed up and saw through her bullshit quick i'm not letting her off the hook and again 
your defense of I'm not a racist, I voted for Obama, just to me that echoes something that someone who's a little bit racist would quickly go to the, I, I voted for the black guy. I, I'm cool with you. That's how it came across to me. No, no, no. See, to me, again, that's not a racist. That's just this little right, white lady that doesn't know anything. This is well, ignorant. Jimmy, if you want to chalk it up to her just being a total asshole, I'm fine with that. Right? She's <laughs> just if you, if you don't see the racial dude. element in it, again, dude, I'm, I, who am I to call racism? I don't, well, I, I don't I know don't, anything. I don't, right? I Because I don't I don't like going there. I really don't. Because honestly, I when that girl in high school asked me if I saw everything this big, and she did. Was she oh, being a racist? Asian small penis. Yeah. Yeah. With the small eyes. But uh, was that a racist comment? Wait, was, was she talking about your eyes or your no. dick? I'm just, I need to know now. I, you know what? I, I couldn't remember, but I'm you pretty do sure. You remember. Was my eyes. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? Was she racist, Joe? Or was she just ignorant? Can she you be an dumb. ignorant racist? No. I mean, you okay. can, but I mean, I you can be either or as well. Right, you don't listen. Know I, you don't I guess, know. Jimmy. I guess by definition, if we're if we're breaking it down, and this is the problem with you guys on the right, you try to break everything down black and white. And if you're going to break it down that way, you're totally right. I'm saying again, to me, there's so much gray on this stuff. That so much more nuance to, again, the way this could have played out. Again, the idea of weaponizing the police, and again, just a Karen, sure. A Karen who thinks she's better than black people? Yeah, I think so. That's the vibe I got. Uh, she voted for Obama. Clearly, she's not a racist. I mean, I, Karen, I get that. A Karen that could get the attention she wanted by yes. using a black guy. Sure. That's all they are, dude. Think of, think of almost all if, the women you know out in the world today. With yep. the exception of a very few in my circle... Every one of them are trying to get what? TikTok famous, Instagram famous. They're going to do whatever they can to get stupid reactions. That's all it is, man. I guarantee you that she had her phone ready to record at a moment's notice. Because she was waiting for some kind of reaction. And then, uh-oh, a bad one happened. You know, I mean, all shit hit the fan. But she just did it to get a freaking reaction that she wanted and it which did she use a black guy is that bad sure did she use the whole social uh, uh temperature of the times could she have i mean yeah it's awful what really what is awful is that she could have got this man hurt for no reason whatsoever except for her stupid ego and her wanting attention and not i mean it could have been me it could have been a brown guy fair right? enough but and she would have done the same exact thing i agree you know, and it doesn't mean she was racist against. I, I see. I just don't. I, I, I don't like chalking everything up to racism. I don't. I agree with that, a hundred percent. Oh, well, thank you. I to think that's me, the first time. time but to me, I, I like I said, this just felt like. Maybe don't call it racist. Maybe call it something that's somewhere between racist and just being an asshole. But again, I got the sense that she thought, and again, you know what? How about this? That was a perfect example of white privilege. 
That was a perfect example of perceived white privilege. Yes. Using her whiteness yes. against a, 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 a colored person. That's what yeah, she absolutely. did. Absolutely. To me, that's a good way to say that's white privilege. She knew she would be the one that they believed and that he would have to do all the splaining. So maybe it's not racist, but again, there it there's she was using her race in a superior way. Don't, and and felt she say, hey, I'm a white like girl. She did, she did, right? She said, I'm she a did. white lady, and this black man is harassing me. Yes. Yeah. Immediately pointed to the brought the race up again. If you're not a racist, you're not like, hey, some black dude. You're like, hey, there's a man harassing me. What does he look like? He's tall. He's wearing a hat and some pants. He's got binoculars. What color is he? Um, I believe he's African-American. Yeah, you no, wouldn't that's, have that's led with happen, that. Joe. You wouldn't have that led with It's a black dude. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But, but, Jim, here's the other thing. And I hear people say this a lot, that liberals are the most racist people on earth. Actually, I was reading something that... um. Who was that old sleepy idiot? Who's the doctor that they had there? Ben Carson. Ben Carson. I read a quote from him today. White liberals are the most racist people in the world. And I sometimes I think, again, it's that whole like, we're going to help them out. And in this situation, again, the second she didn't get her way, she was the one that went right to the race card, not the black eye. She did. The white liberal lady was the one that brought race into it and was weaponizing the race. And 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 to again, I voted for Obama is not an excuse. It doesn't make it okay in that situation to highlight that guy's race in a negative way to the cops who historically don't have a good relationship with black people. You know what? I, I... I think we can agree to agree on this. Just I agree that white liberals are the most racist people. I do. I've said that, right? Because they're the savior of the blacks, because they are the only ones that can save black people. That makes them the most racist people, in my opinion. And then we're going to go ahead and vote for the oldest, whitest guy on the planet. But he but, was friends with the black guy. So he's not racist. That's right. He, he, was, he was the vice president of the black guy. Yeah, and we so, voted for a white guy that's friends with a black guy, so we're right. not racist. Feels By proxy, good. we're not racist. Feels good to solve the racism problem in America. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why this show works, man. And this is why you and I can disagree on this whole racism issue and still be friends. Well, right, because again, you and I both recognize too, it was wrong. We just disagree oh, yeah. what exactly the reason for it being wrong was, but both are solid arguments. They're both wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, right? Whether she's racist or a Karen, not good either way. <laughs> right. I. Yeah, it still true, paints her true. out to be a really bad person. All right, Joe. Hey, great talking to you again tonight. I love these shows, man. I love them. So uh, we're already past our time. So for our sponsors, I guess, I don't want to go, actually. I kind of don't want to. You got anything else? No, all right, we got to go. All right, for our sponsors and Joe Aguilar, I am Jim Battisi. This is The Body We Stand. Thank you very much for stopping in, saying good night, and God bless.
My name is Roseanne BC, and I'm a certified health coach uh, with the company called Optivia. I'm a coach because I love helping people transform their health and their lives. There's a couple different plans. Um, it's safe for a lot of different people and a lot of different ages um, and places in their lives. I have so many clients that have had such great success, and there's a portion of the program that is you get your health coach you get the products, but you also get a community of people who are there. So we do Zooms every Monday night um, nationwide. And if people want to get more involved with other people on the same journey as them, then they can join in and have that kind of support. The website you can reach me at is sacredrosehealthandwellness.com. And um, you can email me from there, or you can book um, a virtual coaching session there where we can get your health assessment started and get you moving in the right direction.